Welcome to episode 81 of Breakout Culture. I'm Charlotte Metcalf. I'm the associate editor at Country and Townhouse magazine. And I'm Ed Vasey, none other than the culture editor of Country and Townhouse magazine. We're going to be talking art this week and more important, perhaps the future of art and the next generation of artists, because we're talking to the Royal College of Art. The RCA unveiled its £135 million brand new campus in Battersea last month. As a brief introduction to the college, it was founded in 1837. It represents the world's largest community of postgraduate art and design students. It's ranked for eight years running as the number one art and design university in the world. Its alumni read like a list of Britain's most successful designers and artists. David Hockney, Barbara Hepworth, Henry Moore, Tracy Emin, Bridget Riley, Chris Afili, Zander Rhodes, Ian Jury, James Dyson, Ridley Scott. Whatever it does, it's clearly going to shape the future of British art and design. Yes, and here to tell us all about the new campus and what it means for our future are the Royal College's Vice-Chancellor, Dr Paul Thompson, and Chair of the Governing Body, Sir Peter Bazalgett. Dr Paul Thompson has been Vice-Chancellor at the RCA since 2009 and at the forefront of where culture and education meet for three decades, having also been head of the Cooper Hewitt Smithsonian Design Museum in New York and the UK's Design Museum. He's also a trustee of the V&A and on numerous boards, including Creative UK. Peter Bazalgette, who spent a lifetime in television, was knighted for services to broadcasting in 2012. He's been president of the Royal Television Society and chair of the Arts Council of England and English National National Opera, as well as serving on the board of DCMS and Channel 4. Those are just a very few of Peter's roles, but he's also found time to write a book, The Empathy Instinct, about the positive role of the arts in society. We're honoured to have you both and a very warm welcome. Thank you very much. Nice to be here. Thank you. Yes. That was Peter first and Paul second. Peter's very, very assertive. And it's great to have you both with us. And look, I just want to talk, obviously, about your new campus, because that's the big news. It's it's landed with a great splash. It's designed by the famous architects Herzog and de Meuron, who, of course, designed uh, Tate Modern and then the Tate Modern extension as well. And it's certainly, uh, if you go and visit the campus at the RCA, you can see the similarities, if you like. Uh, they've got a very distinctive style, particularly the use of bricks. So tell us a bit about how the campus came about, uh, why you need it, who funded it, everything about it. Yeah, well, thank you. Uh, the, the campus is, uh, as you said, a, a, a rugged beauty. Uh, it's an extraordinary uh, new building. It's the biggest building, uh, biggest expansion that the RCA has ever witnessed uh, in, it, in its history. And what we were trying to do, and what we are doing, in fact, with that campus, is try to um, tilt the RCA in a slightly new direction. Um, we are very much committed to the artists and the art uh, that you, uh, you, you rightly um, summarised earlier. But what we're trying to do is introduce some core um, foundational scientific uh, disciplines, material science, computer science and robotics, into the art Petri dish. And the purpose of this building is to, to serve as that Petri dish. Um, it was actually government, uh, it was George Osborne that... Um, I think was enthused by the idea, I suspect with the then, um, a little bit of help from the then culture secretary, who we all know, uh, who, who uh, gave us 54 million pounds to, uh, to ignite this vision, uh, which allowed us to buy the land uh, and engage Herzog and de Meuron and, and, and uh, construct 
this incredible new uh, building, which will house about 550 students and uh, four research centres, including these two new research centres in material science uh, and um, computer science and robotics. If I may say, it's extraordinary how close that is to the founding idea of the Royal College of Art. When it was founded in 1837, they talked about the furtherance of great art and design to assist commerce. And they always saw the connection between the two. And this new building, which is, as you've heard from Paul, going to be a cauldron of creativity, is going to be very much about reaching across great design, great art, and great commerce, great business, uh, where, if you like, creative design meets technology. Uh, brilliant. Um, brilliant. That's going to be brilliant for society. It's going to be brilliant culturally. It's going to be brilliant economically going forward. There were two names that you didn't have in your list of alumni because you picked some brilliant names and you couldn't go on forever. But two names that I'm particularly inspired by in this context of the new building. One's Thomas Heatherwick, uh, he of the London bus. And the other is Johnny Ive, he of the brilliant Apple design. And there you have the quintessence of it. Great design, enormous cultural significance, brilliant economic significance. I thought, why didn't we mention Johnny Ive? And then I thought, didn't he go to Newcastle College of Design? But he's on your board, isn't he? He is. He's our chancellor. So he's the sort yeah. of the, the titular honorary head of our, of, of our institution. And he went to, yes, Newcastle Polytechnic, now Northumbria University for his first degree. So he's not an alumnus of the college. I, I do. I love the RCA. It is an amazing, amazing institution. And again, you know, I'm really pleased the government gave 50 million, 54 million, in fact, in 2016. Although I know that was under the Cameron administration, but I say, no, say nothing. Um, but it is an incredible asset to this country. I'm sorry to sound so, sort of venal. It, there is a reason it's the top design college uh, and has been for uh, 10 years. There are a lot of great institutions around the world doing this, but it really has got this incredible place in this ecology. It is this kind of Oxford or Cambridge of design, isn't it? Yeah, I think, you know, we've, one thing this country is very, very good at is, is higher education uh, and institutions. Uh, and the RCA is a great British institution. We're very good as a country at um, design. Uh, we're very good at design education. It's no, uh, it's, it's no surprise that actually both the first and the second universities uh, in the world ranking are in London, in, in, in the UK. It's, it's RCA first, UAL, University of the Arts second. Um, we're very good at small specialist institutions like the Courtauld, like RADA. Um, it's, it's something that we should be very, very proud of. Um, and as Peter was saying earlier, you know, we, these institutions are the absolute fountainhead of the creative industries in the UK. Yeah, and that, exactly. you know, that is worth £112 billion a year to the UK economy. So it's a very, very important fountainhead to, um, to sort of preserve. I remember when I was the sort of culture minister, a lovely man, John Sorrell, who you both know very well, you, you know, we used to go in those days to, on trips to China. And he used to say, you know, the Chinese can make whatever they want, but what they want from us is the secret source of the marrying of creativity with industry. And that's what you represent. That is, as it were, the UK secret source, which we need to sort of continue to constantly focus on. So one of the key questions there is, are we going to encourage the next generation of the most brilliant design talent from all communities and backgrounds in the UK? And have we got schools set up for it? 
And the indicators at the moment are rather the reverse. It's a bit alarming. Let, let me let Paul say something about that. Well, you, why do you say what's alarming you and then Paul can row well, in? Well, what alarms me, Ed, is that, is that for instance, there's a, a GCSE called Design and Technology. And in the last 10 years, the people taking it, the number of people taking it has fallen by 61%. Now, whatever failings the course may have, that is not a great, that's not a great sign. So there are fewer people taking art, art and design, some of these courses, and fewer people being offered the vision and the opportunity that there are great careers in the creative industries. But Paul, I'll, I'll, I'll Paul amplify that because you're at the sharp end. 37% uh, decline in creative arts subject at GCSE level between 2010 and 20, 2020. And I think we've got to explain to parents, uh, and it is parents, I think, predominantly, parents, teachers and the school students that there is a, a, a career to be had in the creative industries. Um, it's, 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 you know, a, a worthy and fantastically uh, fulfilling career. Uh, and we have a skills shortage, actually, um, in uh, many areas of, 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 of the workforce uh, in the creative industries. So it's, it's trying to, I think, get that message across uh, again, because what we don't want to do is, is, is see that pipeline of talent dry up at the early stages. Having said that, it's important to note that the RCA, um, because we're postgraduate only, uh, about 25% of our students come to us with bachelor's degrees in subjects other than, than creative arts. So we are getting law students, we're getting chemists, we have biologists um, and, and, and history graduates. So they're not all predominantly coming from um, from the sort of background that you might expect, which would be, a, you know, a, a first degree in, in design or art. But I, th I think that fits with your ambition, doesn't it? Which is, you it know, because you, totally. you want to solve global issues. Here's the list of what you want to solve. Mobi mobility and urbanism, climate crisis, circular economy, ageing populations, inclusivity, design and AI. I mean, that's a lot to be solving in our society. So you have, you're very ambitious for your students. Paul, Paul are you going to do all, is that, are, those <laughs> a, are those objectives all your own personal ones? Are you going to do that on your own? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I mean, he's um, he's being very modest. He's done some brilliant work with his colleagues on a new five-year plan, and this is some of the fruits of it. And I'm going to let him unpack it. I think, yeah, what we what what we're recognising increasingly is that some of these challenges that you, you've you've rightly outlined, Charlotte, are, are, are complex and multifaceted. They demand they demand open collaborative teamwork, uh, but they're going to take skill sets from very very different. Uh, areas uh, of the brain uh, and, and the educational system to try and come together and, and solve them. So we're very, very pleased with the fact that 25% of our, of our student body come from, from sort of what would be typical, uh, would be untraditional pathways uh, and, um, you know, trying to bring design and AI together so that it is more human-centred, that it is, uh, you know, benign rather than malign AI uh, is, is something that I think all of us would agree is, 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 is worthwhile. Uh, I'd say that um, artificial intelligence at the moment is more artificial than intelligent. Yes, yes. When you just take mobility in all its forms, the car design studios... Uh, and departments of the major car manufacturers in the world, there's virtually none of them that hasn't got an RCA graduate in it. Is that not right? 
can I just butt in there? That's a really interesting point because Marek Reichman, who is now the yes. creative force at uh, Aston Martin Lagonda, he always is saying this. He's he absolutely is. He's one of your great champions and says that when he was studying at the RCA, it was just simply the only place to do vehicle design. There just wasn't anywhere else on the globe um, that was comparable. Is that still the case? Um, I think, uh, of course, I'm going to say yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it is because, as Peter said, you know, we are still uh, able to claim the, the, the kind of the, the, the crowns uh, in, in all of those big chief creative officer, uh, chief designer roles. Um, in a couple of weeks' time, I'm going to Gothenburg, where you know I'm meeting the head of design at Volvo RCA, the head of design at, at Bentley at RCA, the head of design at Polestar, a new startup uh, set up by Gili and, and Volvo, which is you know the sort of the European rival to Tesla. And again, both the, the CEO and the, the, the chief creative officer are from the RCA. So I think you know we 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 are very good at uh, vehicle design mobility and and trying to connect um the kind of the, the the transport systems with the urban structures and infrastructures and and the sort of the the creation of a of a smart city and that's very much what our intelligent mobility program does it's trying to look at the whole ecosystem um not just the the singular vehicle yeah and you mentioned startups eh because your 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 other aim you're really going to be supporting um innovation and 20 startups a year is that is that right can you tell us a bit about that Yes, we, we've got a, 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 a very interesting unit called Innovation RCA, which, as the name implies, is is for is a commercialisation and, and and business startup uh, centre. It uh, has been running now for for over ten years, actually, and it has a remarkable survival rate. I mean, seventy percent of its businesses are still running five years after their founding, um, which is very high. Uh, they have a very high percentage of female founders, 36% female founders, 30% um, founders from uh, black and ethnic minority backgrounds. Um, and we have created over 800 uh, UK jobs and I think generated uh, 30 billion, a billion pounds in, in overseas sales. So we are doing our little bit through these startup companies for UK PLC. And it was that that I think really attracted um, George Osborne. Uh, to, to actually invest in Innovation RCA in this new building project, because I think we, we said to him, look, we can double that if you help us. Uh, and, and we are well on track to, to, to achieve that aim. Have you named the room after George Osborne? Not yet. Well, I think you should. You know, it's a terrible thing that politicians never get recognised for the incredible work that they do. Well, actually, I did thank at the opening of this building, uh, Rishi Sunak, who came to oh. open the building for us. Oh, I yes. thanked him both for the Treasury gift, but also for the Cultural Recovery Fund. Oh, yes. And he came forward and said to me afterwards, thank you so much. Nobody ever thanks me it's for the so Cultural Recovery Fund. My mother says exactly the same thing. She said it all the time when I was Arts Minister. They never say thank you, she used to say. Well, we did. We're very polite. Ed, you seem to be hurting a bit. Do you want to unpack it and just share it with us? I just, if we could go offline a bit and have a 20-minute therapy session. But what I do want to get yes. back to is that I have a vivid memory of going to the Royal College of Art and seeing some of these designs from these students and thinking, you know, if I had £100 million in my back pocket, I'd invest in every single one because they do come up with these incredible ideas. But it also reminds you about how... A fantastic idea is never enough. You need capital and you need 
an application and you need marketing and business sense. But it was still fascinating to see. One, for example, was the simple one of the fold up three pin plug, you know, the, which is yes. now kind of mainstream. I think Apple, did, yes. you know, where you just yes. simply yes. fold the prongs back. And that was like in 2007 yes. or eight. I probably yes. saw that. Yes, it was. It was. Uh, that, that took a lot of compliance with the, uh, you know, the, the international safety whatever it's called, ISO, we took a lot of time for getting that one through. But uh, you're absolutely right, they, they are incredible. Um, so it does underline the incredibly important role universities have to play generally, not just the RCA, in the future health and wealth of this country and how the best ideas will come out of it. And that's why Oxford and Cambridge and some other Russell Group universities have this strong record of spin-outs and what's really refreshing and appealed to me when I first looked at it was that the RCA had also got its program of spin-outs and I must say allied to it Paul you've got other competitions that bring particular solutions like solutions to the environmental challenge we're all facing the Terra Carter initiative and that's had four rather brilliant or was it six finalists and I wonder whether you might just say a word or two about that because I thought it was fantastic and and Ed being the neophyte he is would love to hear about some of the ideas. Do you know, I wish I knew what neophyte meant. <laughs> Probably means you are a neophyte. It, it's a massive, it? isn't it? I know, I know it's a massive compliment. Terra Carter was a, a, an initiative that was dreamt up by His Royal Highness Prince of Wales and Johnny Ive. And they came to us, uh, the RCA, and said, look, why don't you um, uh, throw a challenge to your students to design uh, something that, that is going to help people and planet uh, something that will address climate change uh, or collapse of biodiversity or polymers in the ocean. Um, so we sort of said, yes, this sounds a fantastic idea. It's exactly up our street, sort of thing our students love doing. Um, and we launched the competition and we had four very, very interesting winners. Um, the great thing is that each of the winners is given £50,000 of startup funding from um, the Prince of Wales' Sustainable Markets Initiative. Um, to, to take forward their idea and sort of see if they can advance it um, to, uh, you know, proof of concept stage and, and then on to, 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 to market as, as, as a sort of fully fledged product. We're going to do the competition again this year. Um, and uh, it certainly it, it attracted a huge amount of, of support amongst our students. They really um, g'd up to, to, to enter. Now, it let me from memory, Paul, were the, the cow and methane idea and the tyre, they were both of the one, the two of the four finalists, were they? They, they, were, they were indeed. Well, one why don't you just mention them? Because I'm, I'm rather proud of these lovely ideas and I know everybody loves hearing about them. Yeah, well, I mean, one of them, which, which is, is, is a, a sort of weird gadget, it, it's basically a, a sort of a mask uh, that you put on front of a cow, and I, I underscore front of a cow. And what it does is, is it captures the methane. It also acts as a vital side. So there is also a veterinary benefit to it because it's catching the sort of blood pressure and vital signs of a cow. Uh, you put it onto the front end of a cow and it captures the methane and therefore is, is, is reducing the sort of the carbon footprint of uh, the cattle industry. It was designed by uh, a man called Francisco Norris, who set up this company called Zelp. Uh, and um, he was one of the winners. The other uh, winner was a company called Tire Collective. Uh, they're collecting um, equally obnoxious sort of particles, actually, as that, that fly off, um, sort of almost microscopic, but, but, but they'll fly off a tire. Um, because even with an electric vehicle, you still have the, the, the microplastics. We have more because the battery's so heavy. 
Ah, well, there you go. Um, and this, this, this thing sits like a kind of a, a girdle around the, the tyre and um, captures all those particulates um, that, are, uh, that otherwise would be breathing in um, or, or, you know, allowing to... It's amazing what cut through these get, because I read about that. And in fact, somebody the other day was complaining to me about some new tyre regulation going through the EU, which would make, uh, you know, they claimed, obviously, with Brexit hyperbole, that it would make cars illegal but um and i was able to say well actually there's this incredible invention the tire girdle but yeah. it does i mean just to return to des design i mean yes uh, i mean i think the other thing that i love about the rca and, and the message it gets across is that we need to enhance the importance of design at the center of our economy you know i remember when we came into government we had this terrible thing of cutting back the design council which was a huge mistake which of course was invented to get industry engaged in design. And it's little things, little design tweaks make a massive difference. I mean, one of the things I remember, this will sound utterly bizarre, was going to visit a private hospital in Bath where they had uh, the lights on the ceiling of the corridor, instead of being in the middle, were down the side. And they made the point that you're going down that corridor flat on your back on an operating uh, gurney or whatever, and just change, changing the um, changing the way the lights were configured made difference. In fact, once when I got run over, I got run over and I was put in an ambulance on a stretcher. And when I was arrived at the hospital on the stretcher, four people arrived and moved me onto another stretcher. And all I could think of during the whole process was, why did they ask somebody at the RCA to design a universal stretcher that can go in an ambulance? and then go in a hospital bed. So I remember going to your showcase and seeing, you know, a, a hospital bed designed by an RCA. I was going to say, Bruce graduate. Archer. Bruce and these Archer, are, these are yeah. the kind of things that make such a massive difference. If a company starts at the beginning and says, we need a designer to get involved in this product design, it will make such a difference. And of course, Johnny Ive is the great cliche, which is the reason that Apple is the most valuable company in the world is because they employed a great designer at the beginning. Yes, yes, and it, but it takes a CEO like Steve Jobs, I think, to realise that, or um, whoever was CEO of Audi, who employed Peter Schreyer, who designed the Audi TT and other huge successes for Audi in the early 90s. But I agree with you. It, it's but why do you think key. British business doesn't get this? That's I think really... some does. I mean, I think, you know, Jaguar Land Rover has, is, is one of the very few uh, automotive companies that actually has its chief creative officer, Jerry McGovern, on its board. Um, it's very unusual to see that. It would normally be the chief marketing officer, if, if you're lucky. Um, I think, you know, James Dyson, of course, is the, the obvious uh, answer. The, man, the man, mere mention of James Dyson has set my dog off. It did, didn't it? I, I could see that sort of the Border Terrier was not that keen on, 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 uh, on the Gloucestershire uh, vacuum cleaner. <laughs> so you've got a, a, a graduation show just about to come up, haven't you? Because we've timed this podcast to tee that up. So tell us what kind of designs we're going to see in that. It opens on the 25th of June and it runs through to the 30th of June. We're closed on the 27th. If you want more details, it's 2022.rca.ac.uk. Uh, and you will see 900 uh, students work and they will go from painting, contemporary art practice, photography, jewellery and metal, ceramic, right the way through to the sort of hard, harder core uh, architectural and uh, design engineering projects. Uh, you will see things uh, that demonstrate incredible creativity 
and lateral thinking um, and sheer beauty. Uh, and and you, you'll be able to sit there and sort of think, I wonder if I'll recognise that name uh, in five years' time and see it, you know, in one of the blue chip galleries in, 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 in either Mayfair or in, in Chelsea, New York, because uh, that's what you will do. I mean, they, those that are individuals, our students do end up in that sort of position. Uh, Jade Fatoutoumi, who graduated, I think, in 2018, is now selling her works uh, for extraordinary sums. Um, we're very proud of her. We're very proud of, obviously, Lubaina Hamid, who uh, is, is a more recent, uh, sorry, a, a later, earlier graduate of the RCA, big solo show at, at Tate Modern. Um, you know, we don't just stop with Bridget Riley. It goes on and on. Oscar Murillo, another uh, recent graduate who I remember here at the RCA, whose work is, you know, sells for millions of pounds and had a solo show at MoMA in New York. Um, the great thing about the RCA show is that this is the moment to see that talent uh, before it becomes famous. Oh, well, we can't wait to come and see the show. Can anybody come just for our listeners' benefit? Absolutely, yeah. It's, it's across our, our campuses here in South Kensington in the Darwin building and then in the new building by Herzog de Meuron down in Battersea. So, yes, the, the whole place is... This is the RCA at its sort of Chelsea flower show moment. Well, I also think what's so fantastic about the Royal College of Art, it is one of the reasons that, you know, despite Brexit, we remain on the global stage, isn't it? You know, our education is probably... Our it is true. Art. I mean, this country has a brilliant education export yes. yeah. market. And it, the RCA is at the forefront of it. I mean... Do you think, Paul, I mean, a couple of loaded questions here. One is, you know, I've made a kind of deliberate comparison with Oxbridge. Do you think the RCA is a poor relation in terms of its, not in terms of obviously the quality of its education, but just in terms of its name recognition? I mean, you know, your average, if I can put this very crudely, West London dinner party will involve, you know, is little Johnny or little Mary going to Oxford? It won't be. Um, Parents will not be saying, is, is little Johnny going to the RCA? And do you think oh, that, I don't that know. is a... a okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, so that's, I, that's why I asked the question. I, I, I'm, always, I, I'm always so surprised, thrilled, uh, you know, heartwarmed, where somebody says to me, oh, yes, my grandmother went to the RCA, or, oh, yes, <laughs> my nephew's going to the RCA, or, oh, I applied for the RCA, but I didn't get in. That's always rather an embarrassing one, actually, when you, you sort of encounter Especially when somebody. it's a high net worth. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's just kind of, a, you know, an incredible artist. You think, oh, wow, dear, <laughs> sorry. Is. Sometimes we make mistakes. Um, so, uh, no, I think, I, I, I look, I think it's it's... Everybody has their own sort of uh, prestige and their own brand or, or whatever. But I do think that that going back to what Charlotte was saying earlier, we are very good at this these 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 high performing educational establishments. I mean, Rada is a household name. I think most of us know Rada. Certainly, a, a lot of the West London dinner party circuit that you referred to earlier would know the Courthold. Um, it's produced more museum directors uh, around the Anglophone world than any other. Uh, institution uh, and the RCA has produced more you know artists uh, and, uh, and what do you think is the secret of success in terms of longevity is it is it a bit it becomes a self-perpetuating elite it's interesting it's interesting you say the that the greatest because... teachers want to teach there the most ambitious students want to go there I, I, that's what you want is that virtuous circle yes you've just got to be constantly 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 refining uh, and and improving a bit like the British Olympic 
cycling team, uh, you've just got to always never allow yourself to become self-satisfied. And as soon as people start talking to me about, oh, of course, you know, this, well, you talk about the RCA and say, well, this is where Hockney came. Da, da, da. I said, no, 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 we've got to always focus on the next. Yes, we're terribly proud of, of David and his achievements, but you've got to be thinking about the next Hockney, the next Dyson, the next. Because if we are not always on our toes and thinking like that, we will become fat, lazy and complacent. Very good. That yeah. was marvellous. Thank you both. Thank you, Peter. Yeah, lovely to see you again. Very good. I get that Border Terrier back out here. Thank you both so much. That was very, very interesting. Not at all. Thank you for asking us. That's all we've got time for this week. But next week, we're off to the theatre. As the weather turns glorious, we're going to celebrate one of London's gems, the Regent's Park Open Air Theatre, of course, which began as a makeshift theatre in the 1930s, but it's now become one of London's most loved venues. And regular listeners will know that Charlotte is completely obsessed with it and goes every year without fail. Yes, I do, and probably more than once. It's probably one of my favourite places in the whole world. I remember first going as a schoolgirl to see A Midsummer Night's Dream and was instantly enchanted and have remained so ever since. So next week, we're going to be hosting Timothy Sheeder, the Artistic Director and Joint Chief Executive since 2007, and the actress Kate Fleetwood, who's joining the cast of one of their new summer plays. Listen in to hear what this summer at Regent's Park Open Air has in store for you. You can find us on countryandtownhouse.com. We're now .com rather than .co.uk because we're so global. You'll also find our sister podcast, House Guest with interior designer Carolinette, plus the latest edition of Country and Townhouse and the Great British Brands newsletters. Meanwhile, we love your feedback, so please keep it coming to me at charlotte at countryandtownhouse.com.